Hello, welcome to Fresh Death Comics. This is a season eight premiere for you watching on TikTok. We're gonna do a special Irish car bomb drop. Here we go to celebrate this season. Let's go. Ready. You wanna cut me down? Ready, set, go. Yes, he can. He is a champ. A lot more messier than I expected. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> After that interlude, it's Bry. He's high. And he got Guinness all over him. And Bailey's. Alright, hello everyone. Welcome to Fresh Ed Comics, the podcast. This is the show for your ears. So yes, there will be no video content because this is made for your ears. So give your eyes a rest and just enjoy the wonderful show that is made for your ears. We have a lot to talk about. We have been gone for longer than I hoped. I wanted to give us a few weeks off and I figured we'd come back for the Wade Boggs Challenge. I would talk about how I did it and I was going to have all this video document of me hitting over a hundred beers and me being able to do it. And guess what didn't happen? That. Exactly that. I think I made the 10 beers and died. I thought it was 13. I don't remember, but like, I want to blame Domino's. Oh yeah. I don't, I, anyone who knows me, I went over to your, like a couple weeks before this, I went over to your friend Katie's house. Is it Katie? Who who bought the house, the house party went to? Kathy. Kathy. Went over to Kathy's house, and I was nervous, because I don't know anybody here, so I bought a case of beer, and I was like, I'm just going to drink this. This will get me through the night. And I got through it in a half hour. Yup. And I was like, oh, I can get through this. What the difference was, is I hadn't eaten all day, and I ate Domino's pizza. Yup. I think Domino's made me sick because a couple weeks later we had, we were so hungry and I'm like, I don't know what to order from Uber Eats because every time we order from Uber Eats, we have some kind of terrible thing happen. Like we order from five guys and I ask for no mayonnaise, please. And they cover my burger and mayonnaise. Yep. And we order from Moe's. And I say, please, no cilantro on mine because I have that allergy where it makes it taste like soap. Yeah. What do they do? They just pour cilantro all over my taco. The latest adventure. We go to fucking KFC. And they tell us we no longer take orders. They cancel all orders to the to any of the drivers after a certain time. Yeah, after our poor DoorDasher had already gotten there. Yeah, our DoorDasher is there waiting. They go, "Oh yeah, just give us a few minutes." And then the door and then the DoorDasher goes to check and I go, "Oh no, we canceled that. We all cancel all orders after a certain time." And I'm like, "That's garbage." Yeah, especially after they had clearly confirmed it. So like, I'm trying to narrow it down, and I'm like, all right, we'll just choose Domino's. So we choose Domino's, and again, I get sick. So I don't know. Maybe there's something with Domino's. Maybe they changed some ingredients that, that does not do well with my body. But I got viciously sick, and it was the same sickness. So that's why I know it wasn't 
So anyone who came to the Wade Boggs Challenge, I want to apologize. When I got sick, it was not the beer. I know you suspected, like, he drank that many beers. It was on him. No, it wasn't me, dudes. It was the Domino's. It was the So pizza. in my heart, I'm like, maybe I need to try again. But I know your friends are going to be like, no, he gets one, and that's it. <laughs> so I don't know what to do from here other than admit defeat, and this is what I get the rest of my life. The Wade Boggs Challenge, I'm like, all right, maybe we do a show. And then the worst thing of our whole entire lives happen. We get fucking COVID. And I've narrowed down the two people we got it from. One person being from Fat Cat Comics and another being a girl from Physical Therapy. Oh, you have not shared this theory with me? No, there, there was a girl at Physical Therapy. Like, she did, I don't know what sport, she, she is an athlete, of some sort for whatever school that John Bon Jones plays for next door. Union Undercut? Yeah, because she was like, oh, this is such so easy. I just walked across the street. And her mom's like, no, you didn't. You got Wendy's before time. I saw you. And she goes, oh, silly me. And she was sitting right next to me. And I was trying to choose tables that were not next to anybody, but like... Socially distanced. Yeah, I was trying to, but like my physical therapist was like, oh, we're going to put these two together because it's easier for me if I'm they're right next to each other. Okay. Which is weird for me because like with, with my brain injury, the bright lights hurt me. So I have sunglasses on. So here I am. I, I you know, I, I think I'm this old man. And I have sunglasses on and in this position I'm in, it looks like I'm just staring at this girl's butt. And I'm trying not to, because I know that's the position of my eye. So I have my eyes like, and I'm trying to focus my head differently, but I know my head because of the position he's has me in for this. So I'm just trying to not look and trying to do my own thing. But during this, she keeps on coughing and coughing. And they do this one exercise where they're trying to soothe her muscles, because she it's too stressed. And they're. I looked over because I was trying to figure what the fuck was going on. And they're using. They, they were like. They had this stick and they were just going down her leg and she kept on laughing down it. Okay. And, and, and I don't know if her laughing was, you know, her, her laughing. She's like. <laughs> And just that lungs was just shouting through the air and it caught it. But we caught the COVID bug. We caught the COVID. And that has knocked us on our ass. I have never felt so sick. And I've tried to do the thing. I've refrained from going places. I've tried to not go anywhere. We've remained it. But the weird thing is we've come to this place now where nobody cares. Yep. Like... We have doctor's appointments, and we're like, hey, we have COVID. They're like, and? Like, nobody seems to care that we have COVID. Yeah, apparently. Now that um, masks are no longer required in a medical setting in New York State. Yeah, it's just a weird emphasis. And I'm like, so, like, my parents, I'm like, I'm staying away from you guys. The worst, and my sister, I'm like, I'm staying away from you. Who's immunocompromised, yeah. So, we've been sick, so we finally feel better. And I'm like, Amy, I think we should do a show. So, of course, we've been doing the rundown. If you guys have been watching that, thank you so much. We did the rundown. We start doing it. I'm like, Amy, I think after the rundown this week, let's do an episode. 
So we start doing the Monday rundown. I had the headphones in. If you guys see those in, I have those in. And we're doing the rundown. I'm like, well, go to the rundown. I hear and you guys listen to the it's one of the week's episodes. You guys can hear it if there's any kind of dead air. I tried to kill as much as I could, but you guys can hear it. Kill it. Our board just decides not to work on Amy's channel. Yeah, that was fun. So Amy, I, I tried to reduce her Amy her talkingness. Turn down the Amy. <laughs> I turned down the Amy so it was only about the Brian. And I'm like, this this is how we have to like order a new board, we'll figure it out. Yeah. And here we are now, like 10 weeks after where I initially wanted to be. And I feel awful because yeah, it's, it's been so much longer. There's so much I want to talk about. I know. And I know that we've definitely forgot about some things that we wanted to talk about. I know there's definitely some things we wanted to talk about that we haven't. And we're probably going to forget, but. But we're just going to do our best. I mean, there, there, there's a lot. I mean, like I said, we, we did the rundown. I, I am having a blast with that. Oh, yeah. Drew came to us in January. Like, we had just, I think we just posted the season finale. And I was like, Amy, you get a couple of weeks off. Because you were doing, at the time, this is what fucking makes me angry. At the time, you were doing two jobs. You were working at um, Studio Number Numbers. Yep. And you were helping me out with my, like, doing Fresh to Death, doing podcasts. You know, once a month you were doing them. I was like, all right, cool. We can do this. This is awesome. And then Drew comes to us and he goes, hey, I have this idea for the rundown. Can you help out with this? And I'm like, this is going to kill Amy, but sure. So I put the fresh death on hold. And then you get sick and studio number numbers fires you while you have COVID. And yeah. that's what upsets me the most. As this, this uh, advertising company decides, like, fuck them. Like, I am so, I, I don't know if there's any lawyers who listen to the show, but if you need a case, like, we need. Yeah. I, I am so upset at this. I, I just think it's really shitty that they were like, oh, you have COVID. Mm. Like, they didn't take into, into account at all that brain fog is one of the symptoms of long COVID, but like, which is, which sure. Is, I, I didn't realize that was, and my mom, she works in the COVID thing, and I told her af, a couple weeks afterwards, like, because I was like, I must stay away. I don't even want to bring it up to you because I, I feel embarrassed I got it. I've gone this whole time without getting it and I feel embarrassed that I got it now like yep. you know and I'm like we made it so we made it so far and a foot away from the finish line we tripped I know and I'm like come on and then my mom is saying like oh yeah you're gonna feel extra sleepy and I'm like really because as if anybody knows me I do not sleep oh my God, I have no. such a hard time sleeping and here I am sleeping most of the day and here you are Amy sleeping and, 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 and that is everything for you you're just sleeping non-stop yep. and I didn't realize that was part of this and this job doesn't care they're like oh who cares like so I don't know I, th I think you're gonna be better off without them like they are the scum of the universe in my mind uh, with this, with our partnership with Fat Cats, like we've, it's interesting because with my brain injury, like when it first happened, reading, like reading anything was impossible. That's, that's how I knew I had a problem is I couldn't read emails. Right. Right after it happened. Right after it happened. I knew I had a problem. I couldn't read anymore and I couldn't read until May. So I got hurt in February. March, April, it, May, three months later. May is when I was able to put words together and being eight. And that was after rehab, physical ther therapy. Yeah. Um, I was able to read and I was only able to read digitally. Mm. Um, if you, anyone uses comics and you use the 
thing where they go panel by panel. That was the only way to for me to read a comic, and it would usually take me a whole day to read a comic, going panel to panel. Yeah. And here I am now, you know. About five years later, I'd say. Yeah, about that. And when Drew came to me, and, and I, I've been trying to read, especially Power Rangers, doesn't give me a free digital coat. Correct. Marvel's the only one who gives me free digital yes. coats. And I love Power Rangers so much, so I have been trying to train myself, trying to read Power Ranger comics. So that way I could get caught up. And I've been trying and trying. And, and also Batman books. Because Batman doesn't do it either, and I love Chip Zdarsky. Yeah. And so I've been trying my hardest, and Drew's been recognizing that because people come to the shop, and Drew's been like, how'd you read that? You've been doing pretty good. Yeah. And then you've been reading books. We've been talking about it on this show. Yes. And Drew goes, do you guys want to do this show for us? And so it's just been this, like, now I'm reading more books than I have Ever. in the past five years. For real? In, in one week? It, it, it's overwhelming at times. Like, by Wednesday, I have such a huge migraine. Yeah. But in the same time, like, I'm doing something I know. It's almost therapy for me or almost, like, some kind of, like, brain exercise. I know I'm getting stronger from it. It's I like know training. It, yeah, it Or hurts. physical therapy. It hurts. It's mental therapy. And there's some books, like, I, I'm reading this and I'm, like, I'm not getting it. This is bad, so I'll have you read it. And you're like, Brian, I don't understand this book. So I'm like, oh, this is just a bad book. book. So that, that has definitely happened a couple of times. So um, I, I don't want to bash books on this show, but Amy, uh, w what is some of the books that you've been reading? What maybe what's a standout book? What what is one of your favorite books you've been reading since this started? One of my favorites, and this will come as a surprise to you. Absolutely no one is the Scarlet Witch series that's out now. Oh, that new one that started? Yeah. Okay. And I want to share a fun fact with you. This new Scarlet Witch series features the debut. Of Darcy in the comics. Yes, Darcy from the MCU makes her debut in the Scarlet Witch series. Uh, and I thought that was one of the best parts of this book. It was just so great. I, you know, we're still, we're not at the point yet where we actually know what's happened and what brought Darcy to Wanda, but... No, but I think that's one of the best things about this book is you were like, Brian, read this book. I'm really enjoying this. And I start reading this and I'm like, wait. Who is this Darcy? And I'm like, is this Dar like Darcy this Darcy Deming Dennings? And you yes. are you know this is Cat Dennings. Like for you, there is no like in your mind, there's no difference. Like yeah. Darcy is Cat Dennings. To me, I'm like, oh, they 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 created. A I don't know Thor that well. Like right now, I'm rereading Thor's. Like I am in issue like a hundred of Journey into Mystery. Like I'm very, uh, I'm starting in. I, I wanted to start over again, especially with Ant Man and Wasp, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yes. But I wanted to start in fresh, so I didn't know if Darcy's been introduced or maybe it was one of Jane's assistants. Jane's assistants later on in life. But then you told me to read this book, and I started reading it, and I'm like, Amy, this is the first time Darcy's introduced. And you're like, is it? Because it's amazing. <laughs> and you're just going off on this book. And it's so cool that we're both joining. And that's one thing I love about Marvel is that we both – 
can read a book and join in and kind of go on this adventure together and not really yeah. know where it's going. And even though I know House of M and I know Secret Avengers and I know all this other stuff about Wanda, I have no clue what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and we are on this journey together and you and me can hold hands and just enjoy. And that's what I think every other comic company needs to understand that it's not about the lore it's about the right here and now create a story that you and me can enjoy for right now yeah not only that but i just really love i mean i don't know how far into it you got be luke I think I got into the third issue. Yeah, that came out like a week or two ago, I think. And if you can't tell, this is a little bit past St. Patrick's Day. Well, that's why we did the Irish, Irish, Irish car, car bomb. bomb so to kick it off. Yes. Happy season eight. <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day. One of the things I really liked about it is just this whole concept of like the last door that they have as, you know, a final resort for people who have nowhere left to turn. And in that, in the latest issue, it is kind of mention that that is how Darcy ended up with Wanda. Now, we don't know what exact circumstances, but she was the one, she came through the door that Wanda created, this portal that now she's having a whole bunch of people come through. Viv Vision, for example, comes through in the second issue and asks her for help. It's, it's really cool, but at the same time, I'm angry. Why? Because I wish it was real. And I, during any of the terrible things that have happened in my life, I was able to open a door and get some help instead of having... But maybe that's what makes me, me, is that I dealt with it on my own. I didn't need anybody else's help. Maybe that's to make this different. Is well, but that's, that's the concept. people can't get it through it unless they had someone else. Well, this is like... It's presented as, like, this is the last step. This is the last stop on this journey of, like, help. Because the general sentiment that I got was, like, when I first read it was, this is the last stop before, like, suicide, essentially. But it's become to to mean more than that. Like, a last stop for, you know, you have literally no one else to turn to. Like, one of the... Well, there, there was, in, in the book, I, be I believe they talked about, Stephen Strange showed up, and they had talked about the House of M and that she wanted to right her wrongs in a sense because House of M, she can never redo... She can never... And I think that's interesting. House of M is over 20 years old at this point. Yes. Or it's going to be that old. And in comic book lore, that's even longer in a sense. Yeah. And she can never, ever undo that. She made one mistake and that mistake will forever ruin, ruin her life. It's literally going to haunt her. For the rest and of her everybody, days. And everybody, and no matter what she says, everyone will always bring it up. She is always, con like, I just think that's interesting where she is trying so hard to redeem herself. To right her wrongs. And nothing is ever good enough. I, I think that's just an interesting concept to me. Because everybody's, you know, there's not nothing stopping everyone else from going, hey, remember that time you did this terrible thing? And it's just like... Great, I just saved, like, a burning building and, like, 400 people. I mean, it doesn't help when your dad's Magneto. No, it doesn't. However, she she is not him. She's Wanda. But, like, you I know. Just, I, I think it's a really great book, and I am surprised how much I enjoyed it. Along with Strange, you had me Yeah, I need to finish it. I've, uh, Drew didn't get one of the issues in, so I didn't want to get ahead. 
but uh, I know oh, you okay. finished it. I if Doctor Strange it? comes out, I think it comes out this week. Doctor Strange number one. Yeah, um, it should. It's been long enough, I think. You really love that book. I did. You know what book I've been really enjoying? Which one? I know you're going to be like, oh, it's Spider-Man. Honestly. Well, I, now, I, yeah. I'm not enjoying Spider-Man. I don't. Bullshit. I'm enjoying Spider-Man as just like a fan of Spider-Man. I mean, I'm just invested in the story. Sure, let's see where it takes it. But I, I can't tell anyone else to read this book. Because I don't like what's going on. I don't like that they've jumped so long in the future and that MJ's not with Peter. I don't like that stuff. MJ and Peter, they need to be together. They're a team. They need to build themselves up. That's just how I feel. And that they're not doing this right now upsets me. The book I'm really liking. What is it? It's Superman. Like, action really? comics, Superman. I love this whole idea of, like... He said while wearing a Superman shirt. Oh, yeah, I'm wearing a Superman shirt. On brand, at least. No, but Superman, like, I've always liked Superman, but I've never been able to, like, jump in and read Superman because I'm like, oh, there's all these things I gotta know. Like, I know they did the DC Rebirth, and that was easy to kind of jump in. And I've been trying to dip my toes in, but it's just been not written well. Like, I haven't really enjoyed the stories, and I've just been following along, but more like you're on Wikipedia following along. Like, I, I look through the issues going, all right, this is what happened. Or I'll go to Midtown going, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, and then you're but like, I don't this, need to read the book. And then Dawn of DC happens, and I'm like, all right, cool. Maybe something cool will happen. Let's see what happens. Yeah. And I think I like this new concept that before this happened, Superman revealed his identity to the world. He was like, I am a world icon. I represent the world. I I want everyone to know that Superman is Clark Kent. Everyone knows who I am. And I was like, all right, cool. This is where we're going. Dawn of DC starts. Lex Luthor goes, no, 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 no. He makes his virus happen. That goes across the world. Anyone who knows, like if Superman goes, hi, I'm Clark Kent. It makes you have a seizure and you kind of die. Okay. So certain people are allowed to know. I don't know how they've chosen it, but I kind of like this theory of like, yes. they're trying to go back to the roots of Superman and you can never go back to the roots of Superman, but they're trying their best. And like Superman is like, all right, cool. I'm fine. I'll go back to being Clark Kent. That'll be cool. Me and my son can do Avengers together. And then there's that whole thing with John Kent because it's been there. John Kent is bisexual. Yes. I remember you telling me this. And he is outed. He So they made Superman gay. So it's It's been known that Superman is dating a gay man or gay boy named Jay. The whole world okay. knows this, that Su Superman is dating Jay Nakamura. Lex Luthor comes across and does this whole beam to make the whole world forget that Clark Kent is Superman. If Clark mm. Kent is not Superman, John Kent is not Superman. That means Jay Nakamura is dating Superman, but Jay is not dating John Kent. If people find out that John and Jay are dating then they'll cause them to have a seizure as well because they discovered the identity. All right. So right? Lex Luthor is not only evil, he's homophobic. Correct. Like that whole fucking thing. Like to realize what you've done because Superman has outed himself. Superman said, hi, I've outed myself. I am Clark Kent and I am Superman. His son obviously goes, 
well, there's no reason for me to have a super identity. Clark Kent or John Kent is also Superman. And as Superman, I love this man. So in the world that you know of, think about like celebrities that you know of if you know their celebrity names. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Eminem, for example. Yeah. Eminem is dating this person. Yeah. And then you find out like, oh, no, Marshall Matters is dating this person. Like, who the fuck is Marshall Matters? Yeah. Like, you don't know that Marshall Matters is Eminem. Right. Like, that's such a cool concept for me. And I really hope, like, in the ventures of John Kent, they really, like, they start to do that in issue one where Jay's like, yo, we're dating, bro, and no one can know. I have to do this in secret. I have to date you in secret. Why and openly, I, I'm only allowed to date Superman, but now it's too dangerous for me to know who Superman is. I don't like this. Yeah. I don't like these secrets. I just, I don't know. I just like the philosophy in this whole new Superman era. And it's really got me going, as you yeah, can see. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I'll be honest, I didn't read. Um, I haven't read any of the Superman books that you're talking about. Which is hard because we are reading a lot of books. Dude, so many books. So like, many books. But, and we're also seeing movies, too. Like, we, we have, uh, we saw Ant-Man and Quantumania. Yes. I have to say, I'm seeing a lot of hate online about this movie. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. I don't know if it's the best Marvel movie I've ever seen. No. But I enjoyed myself. I laughed. And... Really, in a movie nowadays where I'm paying money for a movie, you better entertain me. And that's what this money, this movie did. I know there's a lot of yelling about, like, how come Michael Pena wasn't in the movie? Well, would, they were in the quantum verse. I would love for that to be the next movie. Him being like, yo, bro, like, you forget about me? We haven't seen each other in so many years. Like, me and Brian Jones, like you, you guys have wa- listened to episodes of me and Brian. He he is one of my best friends, and I haven't seen him since October. Yeah, like that. Like think about how many adventures he's had, how many adventures I've had, and I haven't seen him since then. That's yeah. frustrating. And he's my best. He's one of my best friends. Yeah, you got in a fight with somebody. Yeah, he wasn't even there for it. Nope. Yeah, I did get in a fight. Man stole money from me. Somebody's going to get punched. That's just the way it is. But no, it's just life goes on. And unfortunately, like, especially when you have a family, your family does take priority over your friends. So when he goes down to the quantum verse, I mean, it wasn't his decision, but his family takes priority. So I, I enjoyed Quantum Mania for what it is. I mean, it's a, it's a Marvel movie. If you want an Oscar movie, then you watch an Oscar movie. And that was my hope is also we were going to talk about Oscar movies before they were Oscar movies. But, you know, they were have, work was also having you work from morning into midnight. So as part of the season premiere, we also want to talk about the Oscars. And we were waiting for the Oscar reveals. And then we were like, we didn't see any of these movies. So we tried watching them all. And we only watched a few of them. And it turned out that was enough. Yep. You really only had to watch... Like four movies. Yeah. Like, you didn't have to watch the Fablemans at all, because they didn't win anything. Yep. 
What was the point of them being there? I don't like, know. that's a fucking disgrace. Because it's Steven Spielberg? Yeah, but... To get that picture with Key and What's-Her-Face from Temple of Doom and Steven Spielberg, that was why. I, I love the everything, everywhere, all at once, one best picture. And, and three of the f- major four acting awards? They won, like, best director, best screenplay. They won... Uh, best supporting actress. We, we went the key. key uh, th- best supporting actor. Yeah, and, and Jamie Lee Curtis. Her best supporting actress. Which, do you know she's getting a lot of flack on that? You have mentioned that to me, yeah. People are upset that Angela Bassett, Bassett didn't win. And at, at one point, I'm like, when it comes to the Oscars and you give it to... It, it it became a thing like oh you give it to somebody who may not get it get it another year kind of correct is that kind of what you give the best picture to like this picture is one of their best pictures ever made they may never get this opportunity again if they are an older actor so this is their chance at winning an Oscar yeah but I feel like that's also selling Angela Bassett short honestly because that's what I was always told you had. Silence of the Lambs boy over there. What what's his name? Anthony Hopkins. Oh yeah. Oh, he up won against over Chadwick. Chad, Chadwick. And that upset me. Like why didn't Chadwick, especially for his performance, yeah. was way better than than Anthony. Yeah. Like Chadwick's performance, if Ma Ma Rainey's Black Bottom was he he was terrific in that. The fact it was based on a play, so it was more character-driven. And it was um, a limited... There wasn't many characters in that story. So it was completely character-driven. And Chadwick acted his fucking ass off in that movie. Yeah, it, it was terrific. And especially of the times, of everything going on, and he didn't win, upset me. So then I went, alright, cool. We're just... We're giving it based on actors of this time. Because... Black Panther is not a good movie. Black Panther 2, Wakanda, Wakanda Forever, Forever, is not good. It's mediocre at best. I, I think it is mid-range. There's no reason to really watch it. N- Namor is oh, just okay. Namor? Namor's just okay. I, I think of Namor as the ocean white supremacist. He's the Donald Trump of the sea. He deserves... He thinks that he deserves everything that's up and below... Everything's destined to him. It belongs to him. Like, that's who I think Namor is. So when I see him in the comics as this, he kind of looks, he kind of looks like a grown-up elf because he has the ears. So he almost looks like Santa's, like, main elf. He's got, like, aerodynamic ears for swimming. And that's how I've always pictured Namor is this, like, elitist. He thinks he's better than him that's why like he goes after sue richards because he's like i'm the best and re richards is the smartest man on earth so i'll take the smartest man on earth girl because i can because i'm the best he's a pompous asshole and i never got that with with this neymar this neymar here was more um free willed like he was just trying to make he was too good in my mind. You, you think they made him too good in this scenario? They made him too good, and he was like, I'm just trying to make my people live. Like, we're just trying to survive. And that's not Namor. Na- Namor is conniving. He is a ruler. He is a king. He will do everything in his power to remain king. He's the opposite of 
of Aquaman in the fact of Aquaman is like, I'm here for the people. Namor is like, no, 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 no. I'm here for me, dog. I'm here for me. I will do everything in my power to make sure you know it's all about me. Like I said, he's the Trump underseas. I've got the best civilization of all time. It's under the sea. You can take a little ship there, and you can fly, and you'll stay at a beautiful, beautiful resort. It's beautiful, magnificent, magnanimous. No more Trump. Exactly. So, um, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. I love him. He won Best Actor for The Whale and that movie, if you haven't seen it, it is a powerful movie. I have love. I love this movie. Like I don't know how. Like when I say I love this movie, it is a powerful movie, but it's not like one I can watch. It's over not and over a feel good movie by any means. Obviously, I mean subject matter alone. Like that's you. You pardon the phrase. You really have to have a stomach for it. It it, it is powerful. Um, do you know this movie's been getting controversy though? Brendan Fraser won, and he wore a fat suit for it. Yes. And people in the dove industry have been saying, how dare Brendan Fraser wear a fat suit? And I was like, I thought about it, and I was like, if you cast me in the role, and I, I'm posting a video on TikTok, so please look a look. I, I got myself a belly. I'm, I'm a fatty. If I was going to play the role of Charlie, you bet your ass I would still want a fat suit. Because all I'm going to hear is like, so you play the fat man so well. How was it trying to move like that? How did you get the energy to pull up on that ball? Like all your questions would be about how fat you are, not about like what it took to be that person. Or like what did you tap into for XYZ scene? Because once – It's not about the skill. It's about you – how you look, and not the emotion that you're bringing to the part and the heart. And, and let's be honest, Brendan Fraser in the world of Hollywood is the whale. Yeah. Now, I mean, let's let's just like- rewind for a second. It's it's what 1996, and you and I have both seen George of the Jungle plenty of times. And I'll be honest, I I keep telling you I want to rewatch the Mummy all the time, and you're like, well, I don't know, I don't know. You know I, why? I have it on Blu-ray upstairs. The reason why I want to watch... I'll watch The Mummy with you. Don't say that. Listen, have we watched it yet? Let's do it. Let's watch it. Okay. Again, The Mummy is one of those comfort movies for me because it was just on pay-per-view all the time. Oh, see, it was too scary. Like, it was a movie you had to be ready for because Tommy K was too scared to watch it. <sighs> I'm going to withhold my comments because I want to make a point here. Right, make a point. George of the Jungle, The Mummy, Dudley Do-Right... I'm sorry, not sorry for saying this, but that man was my sexual awakening. Let's just call it like it is. I was very attracted to Brendan Fraser. So Brendan Fraser will always have a special place in my heart. Now, after he kind of faded from the limelight after a period of time, we come to find out poor Brendan Fraser has been affected by Me Too. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Um, And if those of you are not familiar with this, uh, one of the members of, I believe it's the Golden Globes or the Associated Press. Yeah, someone in the the Golden Globes. Someone in the Golden Globes. I think it's, I don't want to call it out because I'm not sure exactly who. I'm not sure who and fuck you for whoever that you are. 
Brendan Fraser is a gem, and I'm so sorry for what happened to him. He he was sexually assaulted f- by this man, and that is also why in uh, the the award season he did not attend the Golden Globes, which is the only award he didn't win. Right. Which, in his mind, like he's fine with. I don't need to win this award. Like I'm good. He's got an Oscar. He doesn't need it. But why? Why we're we're giving all this context is because Brendan Fraser did gain. If you look at his George of the Jungle days, the Mummy days, he did put on some weight between then and now. That's undeniable. However, he come to find out he did that as like a protective barrier for himself so that he wouldn't be assaulted, that he wouldn't be, you know, continue to be a victim in his own life. So he kind of just removed that element. And now he's, he's you know, and, and back to your point of why is he wearing a fat suit? He's uncomfortable about his own weight. That's something that he's still coming to terms with. He's still getting comfortable with. And also as a fat person, as a person that identifies as being overweight, it's sensitive. And however you talk about your body, it is only okay for you. Like... I'm not going to push on anybody else how they should, you know, somebody over a certain weight on the scale shouldn't have to think of themselves as like, oh, I'm too fat. Like, I'm a disgusting human being because of this number on the scale or whatever. Well, part of the research was like, nobody is this, no one is Charlie's weight and age. I was pretty damn close Mm -hmm. before I had the surgery. I was around his weight. And it was hard to move. Like I, I was still doing things. I, I like it. It, it, it was attacks. I was still doing it. And I've realized since I've lost the weight, the fat suit doesn't matter because once you're heavy, you know what it means to go reach up and grab the bar to lift yourself up. Mm-hmm. That that acting there. You, it is fine, and, and he wanted to be about the acting, not himself. Because could you, all his questions are going to be about, man, you really got fat for this role, like man. Because look at Tom, look at uh, what's his face, um, Christian Bale. Yeah, he, everything is like, oh, you lost so much weight for this role. How did it feel when he gained weight? Yep. That would have been every single question. And it's bad enough now. The questions are like, how do you feel about being a gay man? He's like. Charlie is more than just a gay man. He is a father. He's, he's a, a teacher. teacher. He's... He is a man who is just trying to live. And it's just like, I know we talked about a human his, being his that's a human being that's even grappling with his own mortality. Anyone who's overweight and trying to lose weight and you've put yourself on a diet, there's those moments where you're just like, so somebody says something like you've been trying really hard and someone says something to you of like, man, have you ever lost weight or is this the heaviest you've been? You'd be like, this is the skinniest I've been. Yeah. Or they say something that sets you off and you do this binge eating and you just, and there's a scene in the movie where this happens to yeah. Charlie and he just starts binge eating and you can see Brendan Fraser and he's just like, Piling two pieces of pizza right but on top of each other. His face when he's doing it. I don't know how to describe it, but like I don't see acting there. Yeah. It's almost like he's having a flashback of what happened to him. 
And as, as someone who's been through that, I looked at that and I was like, wow, I know what this scene is. I get this scene. I, I get it. I get it. I understand it. And it, and it, even though, like, to me, like, oh, he wasn't acting there. He was having a flashback himself. Yeah. It helped me in the scene. And, like, to understand that the whale only takes place in his apartment. Right, because another, this is another instance of uh, Academy Award winning film being based on a play, which, again, very character driven. I also really want to bring up the fact that when we first started watching The Whale, there were a couple times that you and I kept looking at each other and being like, is this in the right aspect ratio? Because it's in a four by three. Essentially, I know that's not the exact ratio, but it's basically four by three. Yeah, and I, I thought like, oh, because that that was the ratio of our old TVs. That Correct. Was the ratio of some of our DVD. We watched some old DVDs that we yeah. have, and when I when I bought DVDs, I wanted a full screen because that was going to be the future. Yeah. And I've regretted that. And that was what this whole movie was. So when I was trying to find out, I was like, man, I can't find a good copy of this, Amy. I don't know what's going on. We did some research and come to find out that Darren Aronofsky planned it that way. But I just want to talk about why, because I feel like that really contributed to the overall feel of the film as well. And and you and I both looked at each other and we were like, we know exactly why he picked this. Wait, it's not until... He gets the wheelchair that I realize it. Yeah. Um, and that's because if it were to be in widescreen, it, the four by three aspect ratio limits the, the side of the frame instead of a standard, um, standard uh, widescreen frame. It just compresses the whole feel. It makes the film feel claustrophobic almost but that's because he's purposely framing some of these shots so that charlie is taking up three quarters of the frame or whatever he's taking up the whole entire frame to just further contribute to like charlie's life and to get the feeling of like yeah charlie's living every day like he's taking up the most room in his apartment or in this scene and I just thought that, that that was some brilliant filmmaking. But also, if you ever look at anybody else in the film, they are always done far away. So they always look very small in comparison. Yes. So they don't look big. They always look normal size. Quote, unquote, normal, yeah. You know what I mean? Normal, like they, they, they look... You know, like you, and I think socially very, acceptable, if you will. Yeah, but Brandon Fraser is always a close up. It's always right on him, and I think it's. But yeah, I, I he deserved that award. I think he honestly, and that's the thing is, like, I know that he's getting hate about it. You know what? You Fuck can't them. make everybody. Fuck them. Whatever your reasoning is, just look at what he did with that script. I felt so much for this man. After everything he's been through, like, imagine the questions. How fat were you? Man, how great was it to be? Because also, like, Charlie had to be fat. So was he going to gain more weight for the film? Like, I liked that they went over and beyond. Because when there's a certain... Because my dad, my dad was that weight. And it, it, it is hard. My dad fell outside once. He went to go get the mail, and this is... He was wearing clogs. 
out okay. in a snowstorm. It was all snow outside. He went to he went to go. I forgot. It was he was going somewhere? I think he would get money out of the ATM or something. I don't remember. He went outside with his clogs out in the snow, and all of a sudden, I heard oh Brian Brian. I go outside, and my dad is on the ground, and I'm like, how do I get him up? And so I, I go and get a chair. And my dad's got clogs on, so he's just sliding across. I'm like, take off your clogs, dude. And so I'm calling my mom. I'm like, I can't get him up because, and it was literally like watching, yeah. flailing. Like, I can't pick him up. Like, I can't move him. Yeah. Like, the, they did it perfectly. Like, how it is to live with someone who is that size. I never once got, like, they were fat shaming. Or, like, it was done appropriately and to a point of what it is to be with someone of that size. And I, like, I love this movie. Like, it's still not my number one film of the year. But Just because I can't watch it nonstop. Like, I feel like a number one film of the year should be a film that I go back to and I can just watch it and be like, man, you know what my number one film was? Let's watch this right now. Mm-hmm. Which I think is un- unbearable weight of massive talent with Nicolas Cage. You know, anyone wants to come over, we will watch this movie, we'll have fun. The Whale is number two, because I think it's that great. But mm-hmm. the reason, that's the only reason it's number one, because I can't watch it. Not Like, everyone who wants to come over to my house, I, I cannot watch it with all y'all. <laughs> Maybe we can do one big screen it. No, I, I don't even think I want to, because I'm going to be crying too much. I don't want to cry in front of all y'all. That would be I mean, we could. I don't want to cry Listen, in front of people. I, I am pod a boy. people. Pod people. Let us know. Um, best picture. Again, as we said, was everywhere. Everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> you That's keep it. trying to call it. I don't. Everywhere, I everything. Say the name of the movie. My brain is broke. I can't do it. I know. Such a like again. That's one. I would say that that's we made sure to watch everything, everywhere, all at once before the Oscar nominations came out. And honestly, that was one that I was so glad that we did. I don't think it was the best movie of the year. I know everyone's gonna hate me on it. But See, I, I just... think I like I disagree with you. I, I think it absolutely deserved to win Best Picture and literally all of the awards. I will stand by the fact Jamie Lee Curtis won an Oscar. Finally. Because honestly, who else could pull off hot dog hands? Angela Bassett and looking at you. No, I'm kidding. You know, you know what I think the reason why I don't like the movie is because people hyped it up too much. I saw TikToks, and I didn't want to be spoiled, where everyone was talking about it being a multiverse movie of the A by A24. And so I thought it was a multiverse of their studio. Yes. And I thought it was going to be a continuation of Midsommar and Hereditary, and this movie was going to be like this branching between the two in addition to the story itself. And it wasn't. It was just its own film. So on its own right, it's great. But I think I expected more out of the film. And I think that's what I Well, it sounds me. like that you set yourself up for... I think I did. I think I ruined it for us. I think you ruined it for yourself. Because it's a great, because it is a there great is. movie. It's a great movie. It is a great movie. And I feel that there's so... There's so many layers to the film. And like... I just need to share this because I've thought about this so much myself is um, when I, I believe it's key, her, her husband who says this to her, 
you know, we've looked through all of the universes where all of the Evelyns are, and the, you are the only one that can help us. And why is it that you're the only one that can help us? Because you're mediocre. You're mediocre at everything. And honestly, that is how I felt about myself for so long. I, sorry, I'm getting choked up a little bit, guys. I just feel like I haven't really, I don't have my one thing that I'm really good at. I feel like I'm very mediocre at a couple of things. So, so as someone who kind of identifies as being mediocre, I just, I felt very seen. I think that you're okay the way you are. I mean, we've talked about it, like, in a, a different universe, would, or even went back in time, would we be together? If I went, if, if you knew me from 10 years ago, would you date me? And you've been like, nah, uh, I, I, I can tell you for a fact, no. You, you would have been rolled up in your Jesus gear being like, who wants to go to church with me on Sunday? And you would have been like, nah, I'm good, bro. You, you wouldn't have thought about me for a second. And I, I think the same would have been said about you. Yeah. We had to find our time. So everything is for a reason. I think it's cool. Like I said, I, I like I, I really do like the movie. I need I need to see it again now that I know that it's not anything to do with hereditary or midsummer. <laughs> yeah, now that you have more of an idea of what you're getting into. And I mean, who's to say that, like, maybe this was, like, step one in A24's grand plan of, like, maybe a multiverse is, is multiverse-type movie with their previous productions is something that might be coming up down the line. I wouldn't rule that out at all. I mean, look at all of the fantastic films that have come out of A24. Like you said, Hereditary, Midsummer. There's so many others. Uh, the Whale. Yeah, the whale A twenty four. This was a clean sweep for A twenty four. Yeah, they, they. I think they won in. They won for mo the the studio with the most awards this year. Yeah, like they they did like a clean sweep. Like it's they won the most of all studios this year. Yep. Which, I mean, if if you've been pretty fucking baller, if you've, if you've been following for a while, you know why. Like they, they take chances. They they aren't a studios like. Oh, we are the studio. We want to step in. They literally let their their creators tell a story, and they're like, "We're with you." This is the story you want to tell. We're with you with what you what you what you want to say. Like Midsummer, like when you get into that movie, you can't get like once you once they get up into the hills and they get drinking that juice. Yup. Like, you're stuck in that movie with them, and you are in a wild ride. Yes, after after that line, you and I both laughed our asses off. What are you guys doing? We're smoking resin. Like, <laughs> That's my favorite line. We're just like, why are you so gung-ho about this? Which is funny, because like when I watched the movie, I watched, in the I watched that movie in theaters. Was it with Hans? It was with Hans. Shout out, Hans. We watched the movie with Phineas Hans, and like when I watched it, I was like, "Whoa, they're doing hard drugs! Wow!" Like I had no clue what it meant. And then when I watched it with you, and like, "Yo, they're smoking resin," I'm like, 
gross. Why are they smoking resin? Like, there's a total different disconnect now, and I'm just like, nah, man, that doesn't sound fun at all. Like, I would rather do anything else. That that doesn't sound nice. Yeah. (laughs) After, it's just once you get past that line, the rest of the movie is great. I know that's the one. That's the one line. That's the one. All right, there's one last thing before we go. There was a video game that was released. Like, there's a lot of stuff that happened. There was a video game we wanted to talk about because I think it's interesting of where I stand on it. The Harry Potter Hogwarts Academy was released this week or this month. Sales have come in. It's now projected to be one of the highest grossing games of the year. it's, It's huge. And it hasn't even reached. It's only on the new gens. It's not on the PlayStation or Xbox yet that I have, the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One. Yeah. And then it's supposed to be on the Switch later this year, like later this summer. And the sales are already as high as it is. Yeah. So people love this game, but there's a huge backlash because of JK and her anti-trans things. And she's been doubling down so hard. Like just yesterday, I saw a thing about how she's called... Trans people, the Death Eaters. That's what Death Eaters are, or trans people. Okay, no. (laughs) Because she herself described Death Eaters as a physical form of the physical embodiment of depression. That They literally suck all of the joy out of you. And that that is how she felt when she had depression and she was taking care of her kid and was on welfare and blah, blah, blah. I distinctly remember her saying that. So her going back and rewriting her own history there is bullshit. So you think she's just doing this now for the views or like... I don't know. And honestly, I don't care. J.K. Rowling is trash. Throw her out of the show, Dan Fogler. Wink. And, and Daniel Radcliffe has has spoken out. I, I don't actually know about Dan Fogler. I just assume because he's like us. Uh, that Daniel Radcliffe spoke out against J.K. Rowling. He said, no, that's, this is not what we believe. Like, as like everybody who, who is involved in the films, we don't agree with that. Because it's so weird. Because when I grew up, like when I was a child... Harry Potter was just coming up. Everyone was reading the books, and I the movie was I think just being talked about. Okay. And the 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 libraries wanted the books, or the the school libraries wanted the Harry Potter books in there, and we were doing bands because there's spells in the books. So I have been always I, on this thing. I have a question like, for you. Yes. Was your family part of the people that signed the petitions against Harry Potter in schools? Yes, they were. Harry Potter is about witchcraft. And And, if it's witchcraft, it's bad. So when the movie came out, I wasn't even allowed to watch the trailers to it because that was welcoming Satan through our television screen. So, like, remember when the commercial began this winter... Dun, 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 dun. When I heard that, just, I knew I had just a Just hearing Hedwig's theme was like a chill down your spine. Yeah, that that was Satan coming for you. So Little th- did you know, that was just J.K. Rowling announcing her presence. So I have always thought that like Harry Potter's evil. And as I've gotten older, 
Like I've had. Um, oh yeah, what are your sister's cats named? Yeah, my sister's cat. So as I got older, uh, my very first girlfriend, she was very much in the Harry Potter, and all the Oswego people who were in the Harry Potter and were like. No, Harry Potter is no different than anything else. They're just like it's like a parallel universe, except instead of superpowers, they all have magical powers. And I was like, parallel universes, you say? Well, I can get into parallel universes. I like those, and so I was able to kind of latch on, rewrite your own rules. <laughs> and then we we've come to meeting you, and you've been a big Harry Potter fan, and you had me watch all the movies. And I get, listen, you were curious, you wanted to watch. Them. I did, and and I was like, all right, cool. I'm in the Harry Potter. I've watched them all, and then J.K.'s like, I, I don't the like trans. trans people. And I'm like, I can't win. I I think I like this series. And yes, there are Harry Potter is not. It's not perfect by any means. Like, because it exists, I think there's fun things about it. But if you want me to fight with other franchises, there are so many better franchises that I could fight. And that's fine. Like, like, to each your own. This is why I feel. I I feel like if I want to fight you on, like, Oh, it's just Star Wars in disguise. Isn't that just gatekeeping? Yeah. So why can't we all celebrate the same thing? So that's what I wanted to do with you with Harry Potter. But then that came out. And the more research I do, I'm like, I can't win. Because I don't. Because ever since. We haven't talked about this on the show. Uh, we, we, have rec- we went to my parents' house. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they've been giving us things uh, that were mine. And they refuse. They are. They are. They are in the process of selling their home. And so they've decided, like, oh, we should get rid of these things. And some of my things, like my Hanukkah stuff, they didn't want to give me. You know, because you rejected the Lord. But it wasn't like I rejected the Lord. It was more like I rejected. This is their... what your mother told me. I know, but it's more like I rejected what this version of the Lord is. This hateful version that just hates everybody and everything. I just can't figure out life anymore, I think. That's why I've just stopped trying to figure it out, honestly. Because the more I get older, the more people are like, hey, you shouldn't be with this person. And I'm like, why? And they're like, because of this. And I'm like, because they don't know the Lord. And I'm like, well, last time I knew someone who knew the Lord, they put me in a homeless shelter. Oh, yeah. So that worked out well. Maybe I should find someone who emphasizes what Jesus talks about and shows it rather like instead of just talks about it, does it. Isn't that better? Like if you're asking me, yes. Like we recently but- we recently watched Dragon Ball Z. Who's a better superhero? Dra- Goku never says like, hey guys, I'm the best in the universe. He's like, hey, I'm I'm gonna fight, I'm gonna do this. Meanwhile, Hercules like, look at me, everybody. I'm the best. You mean Mr. Satan? Yeah, him. That's what. I, that's kind of what I think about like this whole Christianity thing. Christians want to be Mr. Christians are the Christians nowadays are Mr. Satan, Hercule, where they are this brand of like we are Christians. Look at us. We're the greatest Christians in the world. Look at us. Meanwhile, the real Christians are Goku's who are going around really helping people who are doing things for people and are like, hey, I'm here just to help. I mean, that's that's been my feelings all along, as as you and I have talked about many times in our 
and are continuing to discuss. You and I didn't really uh, grow up exactly the same. Uh, I grew up Catholic and in and really only started religious education because I started asking questions at school. Uh, come to find out, my mom was like, you were asking some questions about stuff. And I remember back in the elementary school days, I just wanted to get out of class because everybody else was, they like walked over to one of the local churches on Wednesdays or whatever. And then they came back like 40 minutes late to lunch. I just wanted to, you know, be 40 minutes late to class so I didn't have to do it. And that was the reason why I started religious education. And I guess I'm more like, like Pentecostal, more Amish more than anything else. Like I'm Amish with the technology. You have shown me somebody who has a TikTok channel who has been posting videos uh, about, you know, growing up. You know, you grew up Amish when. Oh, the Yoder guy. Yeah. Oh, Yoder number numbers. Yeah. And I mean, you show me some of these and I'm like, wow, this is exactly what I've experienced or what you've experienced. So that's why I'm watching it going, man, I'm just modern day homage, especially like these worldly, like worldly music. Like I wasn't, if it wasn't, you guys were talking about the Prince today. About the Prince. It's just Prince. Yes. Like Brian does it. Let me tell you something. Luke has never listened to the Beatles except for the one time we got really high on mushrooms and I made I made him listen to it and he was so confused but that's because Brian's dad was it was like a, a trigger for him so you never grew up with any of the music that was paramount to my growing up my parents were like into what is now considered classic rock pink floyd led zeppelin rolling stones you know for example and it wasn't until this like last year that you had even heard a song by pink floyd and you referred to it as the cash register song well that's my favorite song is the cash register. i know but like so things that are vital to my upbringing, you just never even heard of. No, I, I didn't even know that the Led Zeppelins were um, like a whole band. Yes, and not only that, but there's that Robert Plant wrote several songs about Lord of the Rings. I totally lied to a girl once. I was trying to impress her, and. For record story, the other was from Robert Plants, and I was like, "Oh, there's some Robert Plants," and she's like, "You love Robert Plants?" I was like, "Oh yeah, he's one of my favorites." And she was like, "I know you love Robert Plant." And then she was talking conversation wise, and so she was like, "What do you think of Pink Floyd?" I was like, "I've never listened to Pink Floyd," and she was like, "What?" <laughs> then she kind of stopped talking to me. You know, they do that song about loving that girl. No, that's because that's the music my dad listened to. But my dad, he he lived a very on Christian life, he found Jesus, and so I would like not to not end the show on a sour note of this. So it just came across the news just the other day. My favorite TV show of all time is coming back for one more movie: Mr. Monk and the Last Case. Monk's Adrian Monk is back. Tony Shalhoub is repraising his role in his Emmy-winning performance. I'm excited. Amy, I had you re-watch... Er, I watched Amy, for the first time. Amy, I had you watch for the first time Monk, because I love it. Like, my family, we have watched Monk 
probably twice every year, I think, growing up. Uh, my friend Chris Hoffman, we would watch Monk like every other weekend. He would spend the weekend at my house, and we would just watch Monk nonstop. Like, there was a joke once where we were just watching Monk. We all fell asleep on the couch, and Chris, I forgot what it was. I think Katie was on the couch, and Chris was on the floor, and Katie's arm fell, and Chris's arm was on he, his arm went on top, so it was like they were holding hands. And when they woke up, I was like, oh, that's so cute. You guys are like, you guys slept together. And they were so upset at that. They both were upset at that. I it wasn't can't like understand why. <laughs> Needless to say, they were both married different. I, I just wanted Katie and Hoffman to marry each other, so that way. Spoiler alert, that did not happen. It did not, no. And they both married awesome people. Like, Rebecca's awesome, and so is... Ryan! I wouldn't want it differently, but at the same time, like, you know, when you're a teenage youth, like, this is the life, like, watching Monk. So, I don't know. I want to have a Monk marathon again. It would be great. But I I am excited Monk's back. Amy, what are your thoughts? I mean, you're like the ambassador to Monk. So, regardless of what I think, I'm going to be watching the movie. <laughs> I know. I just... Are you as excited as me? Are you just like, okay, cool? I'm probably like 10% excited as you, but that's because you're off into the outer space. I know. My first response was, hey, I've already done a list of my top 10 episodes, my top worst episodes, essential episodes. Like, we could do all kinds of things with this. Yeah. We have enough content to post about Monk probably once per month until the premiere. Like, I, I don't want to say I'm the super fan, but, like... He is a super fan. I think it's a it's a tie for me and Chris. When we went to college, we would text each other, like, information each night. Like, when they, like hey, did you see this episode? The wor- I think the worst text message he ever sent, Chris Hoffman ever sent me, was when um, Monk's first therapist died. Charles... Yeah. That was sad. Died. It was so heartbroken. He was like, yo... Monk's therapist just died. No, not Dr. Kroger. And I th- and I know it doesn't like when people watch the episode, like if you if you binge it and you watch it, it's whatever that first episode when he meets um the new therapist, Hector Hector Elizondo. Elizondo. Yeah. And you guys don't think anything of it, but as a monk fan, like it's perfect because nobody was comfortable with this. Like it was only a few months, I feel like, after the passing. Like, it, it happened real fast, and nobody was, like, I remember feeling, like, he sat there, and I'm like, I know he's supposed to replace him. I don't like him. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. But the poor man had died. He can't come back and I reprise know. his role. But we wanted it that way. We wanted that's not how to it works. find a clue. Like, I wanted, like, and so that's why I like that episode so much, because it dealt with real-life grief of, like, what we want. We we want our Dr. Kroger back. We want our therapist. No, your therapist has died. Like, life goes on. Life continues. You have to figure out a way to continue with it. And that's what I've always liked about Monk. Is, like, you've got to figure out, like, life sucks. Deal with it. Yeah, I mean, look at how long he tried to just stop his life because Trudy. Yeah. And so, so I just... I... I'm just, there's so many episodes rewatching it, and I'm like, I get new things every time out of it. So I, I am more, I, I'm so excited for Monk. It is, 
I don't even know. I don't have the words to express how excited I am. I saw that it's going to be the the new cast. I, I say new cast because I saw a thing. It was like, oh, the original cast is returning. And I saw who it was. And I was like, oh, it's not the original cast because the original cast had Sharona. Sharona was not in it. It's Natalie who's going to be in it. So Is Randy going to be in it? Randy's going to be in it. So is, Then Sharona should be in it. That is true. Sharona should be in it. Just saying. That's a good point. Somebody, yo, Tony. Hi, buddy. Listen, Sean needs Friend to be of the show. Tony, Tony Shaloub. I love you, man. And with that, two car bombs in. Chug, chug, chug. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Tinkle test. Tinkle test. All right, you pass. And with that, with two car bombs, a Coors Light. With two car bombs, two joints. Two and a half. Two and a half joints, two car bombs, a Coors Light, and a hot dog bong concludes the season eight premiere. Wow, wow. We'll be back in a couple of weeks for another episode. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll be back soon. Like, comment, subscribe. A little secret for you guys. If you comment in any of our Facebook or TikToks with I love hot dogs, it will put you in for double votes for our giveaway with Fat Cats. Double entries? Double entries. We're doing a special giveaway with Fat Cats. We filmed it. I love you guys and the podcast so much. I want to do something special with you guys. So you Aww, made it this. Thank you. You guys made it this long. I want to give you entries. So all you gotta do is just put "I love hot dogs." Now, if you're vegan and you're like, I don't want to put that. Just put "I love vegan hot dogs." Totally fine. That's totally also fine. acceptable. That's acceptable. Or it, vegan hot dogs work, right? Yeah. If, if you didn't want, if you, if hot dogs aren't okay. Yeah. It works. That it's it's just something that would let me know that you guys were listening to this episode. I'll put you in for double entries for this awesome. I'm gonna just tell you. We talked to Drew. We're getting the one in ten variant for Berserker. So we're gonna give that issue away. Issue nine. Yeah, we're gonna give that away for the rundown. But we're gonna give it. You know, you guys some special entries. But the only way I can keep track of it is through the social media. So TikTok, Facebook. Just comment, I love hot dogs, or I love vegan hot dogs, and you get double entries. I'll make, I want to do something special since this is season eight premiere. This is just for you guys. I love your faces, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. That's for the rundown. You can't do that this time. Do something different. It's jungle out there. Boop, boop, boop. Disorder and confusion everywhere. No one seems to care. Well, I do. Who's in charge here? You remember when we were singing the theme song in Baby Voices? Disorder and confusion everywhere. It's confusing. Everybody hates me. But I'm a little baby. Why do people upstairs so mean? I don't know, but everybody mean by Randy Newman. I could be wrong, though. But I don't think so. But I don't think so. And the jungle out there. Do, 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 do. Bong.
Bye, everybody.